If there's one thing I know for sure, it's that I'm going to say a little bit too much. This is Oversharing with me, Erica Shea. Oh, welcome back to another week of Oversharing with Erica Shea. I know that last week I completely ghosted you guys and I did not post an episode. And that is because I literally did not have a voice. And then at that point, it was like, it's Thanksgiving week. Forget it. I think I talked about this like at the end of the summer, how I was like, man, I just am like super run down. I got really sick. I feel like I'm constantly sick right now. And part of me thinks that's from all the months spent kind of in isolation and doing nothing. And then part of me thinks that's because I don't know how to say no to things. And I can talk a big game about balance, but I am constantly on the go. And I enjoy that. Like that's part of my lifestyle. But um, I think I need to rest sometimes because I have been sick. I'm still recovering. And like, I still am coughing disgusting. And it's been like 10 days. So I don't know, guys, take your vitamins, get some sleep, drink a lot of water. Don't um, always push yourself to the limit where you then get sick every couple weeks because you're doing too much. That is my that's my words of wisdom for you guys. That's completely off topic from today. I hope you all had an amazing Thanksgiving. I um had a great week. I got to spend some time with the family and then I also got to spend some time with friends. I flew up for one of my friends' 30th birthdays to the Bay Area where I have been so much lately, but I got to surprise her. And just like a reminder and I I want to do an entire episode on this with some of my girlfriends in the future, but just a reminder to always celebrate the people you love, no matter what they're celebrating, I guess. like It doesn't have to be the life events that are marriage and babies. And those things are also incredible to celebrate. And I've done a lot of that this year as well. But you know, there's there's more to celebrate in life than just those things. But those are also incredible things. So just a reminder, it was so much fun for my friend Katie's 30th. And we just had like a disco dance party at her parents' house and like some of her family was there. It was just a bunch of our friends. It was the best time. And anytime you can do things like that, I just like can't recommend it enough. Especially if you're someone like me who like your friends are your soulmates. Um I can't recommend enough just showing up. So today, inspired by Thanksgiving, inspired by the holidays and a time of year that honestly can be a little bit tricky for people, I want to talk about family dynamics. I have a super interesting family dynamic. And over the years, it's changed as I've gotten older and matured and learned how to handle what my reality is. And I want to say this to start, like having a different family dynamic than what is quote unquote normal, what is quote unquote, you know, what you view as a successful one or a good one, a bad one, whatever. You can learn to love what you have. Um, And I think that's a lesson I should take into other areas of my life. But it's something that I do feel really good about because it's taken time. I mean, there has been so many phases of getting to the point where I'm at with my family. And um, I guess just to start off by saying like my parents got divorced when I was 13, or they split up when I was 13. I don't know when you know, they all officially got divorced. But we've been doing holidays differently ever since then. And so yeah, it's taken 16 years to get to a point where I really, really love what we have and what we do. And it's been this way for a couple years, but it is ever changing. And it is complicated because not only are my parents divorced, but then, you know, my mom's parents are divorced. So we do different holidays with them when we can. And then my siblings and I live in four different cities and three different states. And, you know, they have significant others now. They have some of them have kids. It's not 
as simple as it once was where me and my three siblings back when our when we were little kids and our parents were married, we would sleep in the same room together on Christmas Eve night. It was our little tradition. We would wake up together on Christmas morning, we would open gifts and then that was Christmas and we would probably go see, see one of, you know, my mom's parents or we did a number of things. And we always did Christmas Eve with my dad's family and and that has changed a lot as well. So I guess to say like, I think it's easy to look at families who seem to have it quote unquote figured out, even if they have complications, right? They have things that aren't your typical mom, dad, siblings. This is what we do every year, whatever. So they have things that are unique to their situation. It's easy to look at them and be like, well, it's always been that way. So it's figured out. But I'm proof that like for 13 years of my life, it wasn't always like this. And then those years in the middle, things were totally different. Like from 13 to, I don't know, 18, 19, we were still figuring it all out. And it wasn't until I was in college that I really feel like we were able to embrace what we have and celebrate it. And so I think that the biggest thing I want to like remind everyone is as much as you might think that person's family is so picture perfect, right? Because you could look at me and my siblings and me and my parents. I'm incredibly close with all of them. I feel super, super lucky to have the family I do, but it's not picture perfect. It's not we all do the same thing Christmas Eve and then the next morning we open gifts and we go, you know, like we don't do dad's side of the family and then mom's side of the family because we have to split it up between dad's side of the family and then mom's side of the family. I have step siblings on both sides. I have step parents on both sides. We see some extended family with some we don't see with others. Like it is complex. So don't feel like Don't feel embarrassed of your situation, I guess is one of the biggest things. It's like no one's life is picture perfect. And probably the families that seem quote unquote picture perfect, they aren't. And you know, I'm, I have some girlfriends who, um, are recently married. And for the first time this year, they won't be spending actual Christmas morning with their families because they are now married and they're going to their spouses. And then next year they'll switch. And you know, it's like even those things that still look so perfect and look great. Everyone's balancing family time, friend time, time with just their significant others, time with, you know, their kids. Everyone's balancing that stuff at the holidays. And no matter what, if someone makes it look perfect on social media or they pretend like everything's super hunky-dory, it's not always the case. Sometimes people are experiencing their first weird holiday. You know, it's just like, it's okay to acknowledge that your situation maybe isn't exactly how it used to be, maybe isn't exactly how you want it to be, but still recognizing the great things in it. Um, like maybe it is a completely new tradition that you're starting. And how fun is that? Like you get to completely rewrite the story of what holidays look like for you moving forward. Like maybe you are newly married and you get to decide what holidays look like for you and your husband now. And that's so cool. And like that obviously is a change and change is hard, but it can be a good thing. And I think that one of the things that has helped me is like, I have learned to just embrace the things that make my family quote unquote different as opposed to being so angry about them. Um, It used to, before each of my parents were remarried, it was so, so hard. Like Christmas especially was so hard because we knew that one of them was alone when we weren't with them. And it was painful. Like it was so just unbearable to wake up Christmas morning and do gifts with our dad and then leave and be like, 
Merry Christmas. Love you. You know? Um, and so for me, it's like, not only am I so fortunate that yes, I love my parents. I love my siblings. I also really, really love both of my step parents. I have incredible relationships with my step siblings. Like we've done a lot of work to get there, but, um, mostly me. I was the only one who really was like, what is this? But I now love that when I'm not with one of my parents, I know that they're with family. Like they're good. They're happy. They're doing something fun. And that has taken a lot of pressure off of me. And so I think if you're in a similar situation where your parents, you know, you aren't with both of your parents at the same time and you feel guilty about that, just remember like, they, they first of all are human. Um, and they are just people and they will figure it out. And hopefully they've made plans or maybe they enjoyed the peace and quiet for once. You know, we, we all love our alone time and the holidays can make alone time sad, but maybe that's just what they wanted to do that day. And you don't have to feel guilty for that if that's the choice they made. Um, there is such family dynamics around the holidays. You really have to figure out when to balance things. Um, it's hard to put yourself first, especially when you're like, well, I'm traveling to my hometown and I only have five days or whatever it is. But on some level, you have to understand like, how can I best show up? Not only for my parents, not only for my siblings, not only for, you know, the people I'm going to be with, but how do I show up for me? What do I need? And for me personally, that looks like truly balancing my time between my mom and my dad. Because if I'm going to be, we're all in the same city for like one of the only times ever, I don't want to feel like, I don't want to leave the trip feeling like I only spent time with one of them. And it makes me feel bad and also sad that I didn't see one of my parents enough, you know? So I do my best to balance my time between them. And I also just soak up as much sibling time as I can because the older we get, the less time we have. And I hate that. I really... It's like my least favorite thing about getting older is that I'm not spending as much time with my parents and my siblings as we used to be able to, obviously, when we all lived in the same house. Um, And so I just, you know, it's generally around other holidays or other times I go home, I make a big priority for seeing my friends as well because my girlfriends are like my life and they all... My girlfriends from the Bay Area specifically, they are my ride or die. Um, So many of them feel like sisters to me because I'm that close with them. But really around Christmas time, I just try to focus on my family because it is the one time a year that we usually all or most of us are in the same place. And that's such a rare thing these days, especially with, you know, my siblings getting married and there being babies involved and everything. It's just so special that we ever get all of us in the same room. Um, and so just decide like what for you makes you show up the best as you can. Like you need to show up for yourself in a way and figure out what makes you happy and what makes you feel good about the plans. And maybe that means you, you know, have a rough relationship with a relative, um, be it a parent or a aunt or uncle or whatever it is. And you can only show up for like an hour for Christmas. That's okay. Like if that's all you can give and that's all you can give by like fully being there, being present, knowing that you're not going to get angry. You're not going to end up in a fight with someone. Show up for the hour. They're going to be grateful for a great hour versus you showing up, not wanting to be there, being 
feeling forced to be there, and then you end up just not bringing good energy. Show up the best you can with the best energy you can. And that's all that anyone can ask for. Like anyone else asking for more from you just probably doesn't understand what's going on for you and why that's hard. Um, I feel so fortunate that I don't have hard relationships with my family members. Like the hardest thing for me is figuring out the balance and is making sure that I'm not only people pleasing others, but I'm also making sure that I'm fulfilled and I get the time, you know, with the people that I love. But I know that for so many people, there are strained relationships and the holidays just kind of highlight them. And whether that means you have to be in the same room or if it's not showing up one year, then that's what it is. But you have to take care of yourself as much as you take care of other people's needs. Um, and that can be so hard, especially, you know, every year it's like my grandparents are getting older. My parents are getting older. My siblings are getting older. Their kids are getting older. It scares me. No doubt. It is so hard to accept that reality, I guess. That's one of the like weirdest things for me to accept is like, this is life and like the time is passing whether we want it to or not. But if for you, the best way to protect yourself and be happy and to have a happy holidays literally is to not show up this year, then okay. Then that's what you have to do. I think sometimes the holidays can be really hard. And on those like family dynamics, um, especially because a lot of us aren't exactly the same as our parents, our extended family, and that can be tricky. I think that there are people in my family who don't maybe take like my career super seriously, don't understand why I'm not married. And like, <laughs> homie, me too. I I don't understand why I'm not married either. It's not for lack of trying to find a partner. Um, and that can be complicated. And sometimes those things come up at holidays. But just remember, as much as we are showing up and trying our best and, you know, maybe we don't want to be asked questions, whatever. I always remind myself when someone has a different viewpoint than me, this is like simply that viewpoint comes from how they were raised. So maybe they were raised being told you should not be single approaching 30. Okay. That's how they were raised. They don't know. They don't know your experience. So if someone is asking you questions that are uncomfortable, and yeah, maybe they should be educated on like why it's not appropriate to ask people when they're going to have a baby or whatever it is, just respond with as much like kindness and grace because you have to remember we are all just environments of how like we were brought up. And I try to give some. I don't know. I try to like cut people some slack when they don't see eye to eye with me because at the end of the day, obviously there are definitely uh, exceptions to this rule. But at the end of the day, most people mean well. And you can tell the difference between someone asking you hard questions out of like spite or out of trying to make you uncomfortable or out of trying to upset you. And then you can tell when people are asking questions because they think that's what they should ask. And they think that you should be married. And they think that, you know, I should be doing something other than sitting here and talking into a microphone and calling it a job. But I just, I try to give as much grace. And I know that at the end of the day, my close family just wants me to be happy. So even if they ask a question that's like a little, like, uh, you know, why I'm single because I got dumped again. Like they're just checking in and it may just be their way of expressing like 
I care about you. I'm trying to check in with you versus I'm trying to make you think about the things that are hard right now. And yeah, so the holidays, I don't know. The holidays with family, it's so much like for me, it's so much fun. And I only ever stress about the dynamic ahead of time. I never actually stress about it when I'm in the moment. And so I think staying present and just doing your best is the the literally the best you can do. It's just like stay present when you're there. Make sure that you fit in time for the people you love, even if it feels busy. And, you know, sometimes it's like if I need to catch up with a friend, but I also really don't want to stop spending time with my family, I'll just invite them over. Like there are things we can do to combine those things to make it feel a little easier. Obviously, with those of us with divorced parents, that's not always the case. We can't just combine them into one. But I don't know. I think um, staying present and showing up for yourself and trying your best is really the best advice I can give you in terms of holidays. In terms of family dynamics, just in general, you know, in in life outside of the holidays, I think that's something I've learned since, you know, 13. I want to say both my parents started dating their spouses when I was between like 16 and 18. So since that time, I've had to, you know, it, it is a big change. And I don't ever want to like discredit how much I put in work. You know, I'm actually quite like proud of myself for the work I put in and the the way that I was able to go from I'm a little bit mad that my parents aren't together because hello, when you're like 13 to 16 whatever, you're you're going to be not thrilled about it. Um so there yeah, there totally was a time when it wasn't my favorite thing in the world and I was angry about it, but I think that it takes more energy to resent a situation like that and to dig your heels in and not be open to like new step parents. Obviously, like I said before, I really have an amazing relationship with both of my step parents and I feel just beyond lucky for that. And I know that's not everyone's situation, but for me, it was more energy to resent them and to not want them in my life than it was to just accept them and realize how much value they could bring to my life. Um, and honestly, the older I've gotten, and especially in the last couple of years, I can just see how each of my step parents is like such a great partner to my parent that they are respectively married to. Um, and being open to that and letting my mind accept that rather than being mad and being like, I don't want step family, you know? I just think that we're so much better off just accepting these things. Um, that we have no control over. First of all, it's not just our lives, right? Like it's happening to us, but I just imagine how much more miserable of a person I would be if I had been like, no, I'm not accepting this like new family rather than being like, well, let's try this out. And guess what? It turned out to be great for me. So if you are in a situation where you realize that maybe you're just kind of being stubborn for the sake of being stubborn and because you hate change, I challenge you to spend like one day giving a step parent or a step sibling or whatever it is like giving them a chance. And again, I know I have like a huge I'm speaking from a place of privilege here because I feel so lucky for the value that my each of my step parents and my step siblings have added to my life, but I just I just challenge you to like give it one day. And then if you want to go back to being annoyed about it and mad about it the next day, that's fine. But then maybe, you know, next month you give it two days and you just grow from there because you're wasting energy hating them 
if you haven't given them a chance yet. If they've been awful to you, that's such a different story. But I just encourage you to really try to give people a chance. Um, I was sitting at actually the night before Thanksgiving. I went to Pop Springs and I was sitting at the table and I just like had a moment where I was like, I love that this is my family. And I'm really, really proud of my family for being so open and loving. And I I always refer to us as like the real life modern family because I was sitting at the table with my mom's dad, my mom's stepmom, my stepbrother, my stepbrother's boyfriend, and then the caretaker who's um, helping out my grandpa because he broke his hip. And we're sitting there having dinner and everything's hunky-dory. Like my mom and my stepdad aren't even there yet. My sister's not there yet. And I was like, this is like the epitome of modern family is like all these people who are like, you know, step removed, dating, whatever, just being family. And that's kind of how all holidays are for me. And I really love it. Like my siblings, significant others were welcomed into the family immediately. Like it's it's no questions asked around here because we all just want each other to be happy. And that includes having relationships with our step-siblings, our step-siblings, significant others. You know, my stepsister's kids are 100% my nephews. And like, that's all so cool to me. And I'm really, it's something I'm really, really proud of. Um, that I don't really feel like I talk about much, but I'm really proud of the way that my family has just fully embraced each other. And it's like, we are family. This, you know, whatever the removal is, the step, the half, the, I don't have any half siblings, but I can't stress enough that it has added more to my life than it could have ever taken away. Right. And like, I also get to see healthy, happy relationships that I wouldn't have seen otherwise. Um, I didn't have parents who said, no, 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 we only have to stay together for the kids because I really believe that people who just stay together for the kids end up maybe hurting the kids and not the kids not knowing what a like real healthy relationship can look like when that's all they know. So I have these uh, like so many examples of what good relationships can look like. And I mean that romantically and just friendship between people who aren't exactly alike family ship is that a thing whatever kinship there we go kinship between people who aren't technically related and aren't exactly alike like those things can make our lives so much brighter and i feel like i'm a better person because of honestly because of my quote unquote strange family dynamics and i'm just really proud of how we've navigated it. And are there times when it's hard? Oh my God, yes. There are still times when I feel like I'm choosing between mom and dad and it sucks. Like all divorced kid families, what? All kids of divorced families know that. Like that feeling is awful. But we do the best we can. And I think my parents understand the best they can. And if they're listening to this, hi. But, you know, it's just something that we're always going to be figuring out. And we do as great of a job as we can with it. And I'm I'm just impressed with it, okay? And I love all my family so much. I feel so lucky that I not only got to spend Thanksgiving with so many of them, but I also get to spend Christmas with them. And lastly, your friends can 100% be your family. And if you don't have like a strong family, like actual blood-related family, 
then that's okay. And you can find your friends and they become family. And, you know, it's okay if things aren't traditional and completely how you hoped they would be when you were younger. Just find the people that make you feel loved and who you love. And that's family. And that's that. If you guys have any suggestions for topics through the end of the year, I would love to get a DM from you. It's at Erica Shea with three A's. I have some super fun things coming up. I'm going to start having some friends come on here and chat with me. And I'm gearing up for my big 30th birthday in March. So there's going to be a lot about that because I think that's that's something that people just have a hard time with. And me some days too. And some days I love it. And some days I have a hard time with it. So a lot coming up. I love you guys so much. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I'm so thankful for you all. And let's chat. Find me on Instagram at Eric Shea, three A's. Okay. I love you. Bye.